We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws with monkey sounds in there called go. The old like Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Oh, ah, ah. Happy Monday, everybody. Danny and Dusty Ooh. with you on this glorious Monday afternoon. Ah, uh, yes, where the sun will not shine our, again for four more months. Yeah, our first December show means four. I think we'll get like a couple days in February, maybe. maybe. Give, us, give us like a couple days in February. Keep it. Keep you from wanting to unalive yourself. No, no, no. Keeps the state green, Danny. Is that's that what, what it is? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we have to say. Is that it, it keeps the state green? That's why Alaska has the highest suicide rate because <clears throat> they wanted to keep it green. Well, no, it's because it's dark there oh. for half the year. Mm. You know, like the sun just doesn't even come up, and there's like no way out. Do you, I wonder? Do you get like eternally happier when mm. it stays sunny for like three days straight? Yeah. Have you ever watched? Ooh, gosh, live to a hundred. I think. I think it's Live to 100 on Netflix. It's no. about Blue Zones. Mm-mm. Blue Zones, uh, this guy who I'm not sure how he uh, sustains this lifestyle, but he basically has this documentary where he went and he started looking at all of these pockets around the world mm-hmm. where centurions live, like people live to 100. Yeah, yeah. Far more common than any other places in the world. And he went and did this documentary about how their lifestyles lead to long you know life. long life and living to 100 and he goes through like all of these reasons and a lot of it is dietary like they don't eat a lot of processed foods they don't need a lot of red meat mm. you know it's a, a largely vegetable based and seafood based diets that they have they have like active lifestyles they have social lifestyles mm. where they're around family and friends a lot more they whether it's like living in some more remote places where you're having to walk up like mountains and high like stairs throughout sure. the all, course all of time. your life yeah. keeps you active keeps yeah. you in better health right 
Also, they all live pretty close to the damn equator. Oh, <laughs> like, weird. That's another thing. The sun. Like, it's like all of them are one's in Okinawa, Japan, one's in Greece, another one's in Italy. You have one in, uh, in Loma Linda, California, mm-hmm. in Southern California. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I see this. Like, yeah. none of them yeah. are in Alaska. Siberia, Alaska. No, no. All of them are in places where uh, the weather tends to be pretty dang mm. nice. It's weird how that works out. Almost like there's a direct correlation. Yeah, but he goes, it's actually really cool because you look through it and he like basically breaks it all down on what all of the places have in common and where they all differ and what kind of are, are the keys to long life. But this guy, he's a really interesting guy because like he, he starts it out by like introducing who he is. And like in college, he rode his bike across every continent. It's like, how do you end college and that's what you do? Like, you come from money? Like, how how was yeah. that the plan to where you're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ride across, ride my bike across every single continent in the world. Okay. Go ahead and do it, bro. That's You know what? I actually know somebody who ran a marathon on every continent. R- really? Right out of college. Yeah, actually, you might, you might know her. Uh, Kristen Peake, who works for Yahoo Sports. She's I don't. a college basketball and a uh, 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 draft class kind of guru for, for Yahoo Sports. Yeah, she mm. she ran a marathon on every continent. Wow. Yeah. That seems like something. I wouldn't want to run a marathon on any continent. I wouldn't either. Let alone on every single one. That's crazy. Crazy, right? Like, I see those stories of the people who, like, they run a marathon a day and, like, do these super marathon things on every continent. Like, they'll run one. It's nuts. What? Like, they just hop, run a marathon, hop on a plane, go somewhere else. They do. You ever see what somebody's legs and feet look like after a marathon? Yeah. I, yeah. My wife has run several marathons. It's terrifying looking. Yeah, in just the training and preparation and then the, the ramp up and the tapering, it's all it doesn't make sense as to why you can or would do something like yeah, that. Yeah, no. I I want to do it nope. once. Nope. I want to nope. complete one one marathon as part of an Ironman and that is that is it. I think that you, wait, you're going to try a mar- an Ironman? Yeah. I was I was on pace for one when I was in the military, but you know, Obviously, everything exploded. I feel like your current body would not be conducive to that. No, and that's the no part of the whole Mm-mm. point of like getting things right, yeah. so that I can start losing weight and training again. Running a marathon, I've never seen anybody that like ends the marathon and like I want to do that again. I feel good. No, yeah. they like I've people are like oh I'll do that again. It's like they never feel good about it. No, like you always look like you look like you want to die. Mm-hmm. You look like you're close to it mm-hmm. right now. I'm sure that you go ahead and do it again. I, my wife and I have had this conversation a lot. I don't get I yeah. Just different strokes for different folks. Look, like, like I said, one. Mm. One is all that I've ever wanted. To the do. runner's high is something that I don't quite subscribe to. No? No. I like when it? you're like running, you're like, you're like, oh, yeah, this is great. I've never felt that. Really? Not once? No. No. I can't say that I've, it's something I've had a ton of times, but yeah, yeah, I've had it before. You're like, oh, man, this is this is good. No. Like, there's days where you feel good when you're mm. running, but maybe I'm just not running the right way because I just always am like, God, I'm glad that's over. Me and running do not. Nope. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, all right. Anyway. No. That's... Sweet marathon. That's dog. living to a hundred. Yeah, that's living to a hundred. Uh, Rust, what's your key? Jeff Rust here. Mm. Tito's. Mm. There you go. Fresh, freshly hey, shorn Jeff Rust. You know what? That is something that they do have in the Blue Zones uh, documentary. There, the wine. Yeah, you drink. Drinking mm-hmm. is not 
like everything in moderation, obviously. Mm-hmm. They always have to qualify that. Yeah. You know? Uh, moderation. moderation. It means different things to different people. Does it? Sure. <laughs> hmm. Tell me more. I don't think it does. Hey, what's moderate more. for you might be different than what's moderate for me. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Right? Yeah. Don't rain on my parade. It's all subjective. This is what we're doing. Yeah. I don't think it's that subjective, yeah, but sure it is. I think it's called tolerance for a reason. Yeah, right. yeah blue zones, man. It's crazy, though, uh, seeing people that live to 100 and like the people that they're interviewed. There's one guy who's like in Central America. And he was the one person that I looked at and when watching this, that documentary, and I was like, I can, that guy actually looks like he's living a good life. Like he still is like a rancher and he was down there and, and the guy who's doing the documentary goes down, he meets with this guy and this dude like rides up on a horse and he looks like he's like in his seventies and he's just talking to him. And he says like on the, uh, on the documentary, he's like, I spent like a half a day with the guy and I said, so I'm here to meet, you know, so-and-so who's a hundred years old. And he's like, yeah, that's me. You've been talking to him. Dude looks like, I mean, he honestly looks like he's 70. Most of the other people that are a hundred in that documentary, they look like they're a hundred. And there's a part of me that's like, I don't know. I, I think that that's a good run. I'd be good. Like I'd be really good. Like most of them I'm like, yeah, you're just hanging on. I remember You're just I, hanging on. I showed up. I didn't show up. I, I was invited to a uh, a party for my then girlfriend's grandmother, who was ninety seven. Yeah, she looked maybe sixty five. See, that's crazy. it. Was the most insane thing I had ever seen. Now, and genetically, that's how it looked. Like her mom, I think at the time was fifty eight, fifty nine, almost sixty. Yeah, looked like she's maybe forty. Wow. May, like it was like, oh. Okay. Oh, so that's like just that just, just in, good it's genes in your, too. In your blood. Good genes. Because her dad looked seventy. Yeah. And he was fifty-two. What's crazy is that they went. They did revisit to Okinawa, and they're like, "Yeah, Okinawa went from like this dense population of uh, people living to a hundred and being like a, a vibrant blue zone mm-hmm. to then the city started growing, more businesses started yeah. coming in, more processed foods, more." And it's down. it's dropping faster than any other part of the world. Yeah, crazy. U.S. military installation will do that. It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, live to 100 if you want to. If not, uh, Jeff Russ has got a great plan for you. Uh, you'll you'll get a go. You'll you'll get up there to like 80. I feel like you'll be 80. Fingers crossed. I feel like you'll be 80. I think that's a good run. Yeah. I think 80. that's the number. 80 is a good run. 80 is a good run. Yeah. It's a it's a good good. I think that that's. I mean, I'd be happy with 80. Oh, I've always, I've always, with 80. On, look, you say 80, I've always joked, semi-joking been said, if I make it past 60, it's a win. Yeah. And look, I, I know that sounds incredibly dark, yeah. but also like there's literally a half dozen times in my life where I should have died. I wonder how look, many, so how many people cut their lives shorts being sports fans? I would imagine it's probably pretty high. You know? Yeah, I'm sure it takes some years off, stress, frustration. But it takes a lot off. Uh, well, hell. But also, joy. I guess it depends on what, what sports fans or what sports teams you're a fan of. Either Maybe so- being, being a bandwagon fan is the right way to go because it's just nothing but joy. Well, yeah, but at the same time, like, both sides of the Pac-12 championship game, you got decades cut off your life. You're a Husky fan watching this season. Oh, God. You know, you're sitting there and all of a sudden, like, you're like, are we going to lose this game? The gripping every ah! single week had to be yeah tough. This season alone for Washington fans. It's giving you great euphoria, 
and probably you're you're on cloud nine. Is it but also you're like, oh my god, this is miserable. Or is it times. relief? Uh, I think it's euphoria when you pull those games out. When you win those games, it's euphoric. Euphoric. It's all a, it coming together. Yeah, and like at the at the beginning of the Pac-12 championship game, they were probably sitting there like, you know what? Yeah, this is going to be the one. We're finally putting it all together here. And then here comes Oregon coming right back. And then they're like, no, 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 no. No, it's not going to happen. The stress isn't going to be here. You could feel the tension in Allegiant Stadium on Friday night. Mm -hmm. Turned out they were fine. They're fine after that. Then that's where the euphoria kicks in and you, you everything is good. I Oregon fans, that cut 20 years off your life oh, watching God, that yeah. game. And then another 10 more and you found out Liberty was your bull opponent. Yeah. I, yeah. Wonder, I wonder if euphoria like actually is actually good for you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like medically, is it good for you to feel like that good? Do you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think it is. I think it's good for you. Just, Maybe not too much of it. Just like all the dopamine just yeah, like, flooding your body. It's not good to like you know take ecstasy every day of your life. You no, know? That's, that's kind of what You're the point die. of I'm getting at. Like, yeah, but you even, it, even if it wasn't like artificial, like drug induced, like just if you were just like things were euphoric for you for a long period of time because everything was going your way. Yeah, I think that people will live a long time doing that. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always wondered that. That's kind yeah. of weird one. I think so. I think so. Um, but everything in moderation, like uh, I guess euphoria and with rust, Tito's, Tito's as well. I don't think it's yeah. euphoria, which can lead to euphoria. I think. Yeah. I say I think it's a blood alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> See, like this, uh, uh, TJ P1 Husky fan beating Oregon twice in one year, going thirteen and zero the last year of the Pac-12 is the greatest sports moment moment of this Husky fan's life. Yeah, it's euphoric right now. You know, did the game actually take some years off? Probably. Did the eight weeks leading up? Probably. But hey, here you are. Feeling good. That's a Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online at VancouverFord.com. Uh, we will break the Pac-12 championship game down every which way, up, down, left, right. We got to get to all of it because, boy, that was a doozy, folks. That was a that was a great football game in, it was. in Las Vegas. And the atmosphere was incredible. And we said farewell to the Pac-12, that which was kind of sad, like that sad picture of all the mascots piled up together, and then you had Butch T. Cougar and Benny the Beaver packed in the middle, just kind of looking around. Everybody else had a home to go to. Yeah, that's kind of weird, right? That was weird. There was it, was it was a weird vibe, but it was also really cool to see every fan base was represented at the Pac-12 championship mm. game. You know, I saw some Beaver fans were there. Saw a lot of Utah and Cal fans for which, some reason. Cal having fans. Yeah. They were there. They were there. But every I saw members of every Pac-12 fan base at the Pac-12 championship game. Mm. Which that like that's a That's pretty cool. It was in it was mostly ducks and and huskies and rightfully so. Mm -hmm. The environment it was incredible. Like you can't ask for a better end to the Pac-12 with that place rocking the way that it was because it was a big game and the atmosphere Made it feel that way, and it was tight. It was so, so you, cool. You had a you had a real yeah. game because yeah, you did. You know, you get a blowout one way or another. Yep. I mean, it's fun for one side, but yeah, it comes down to the wire. We got a, a ton that we need to get to because it's not just Pac-12 championship game. We also have got to get the portal is open. Um, 
not great news for B fans that are out yeah. there today with Aiden Childs entering the portal, as we heard in, in Russ' update. You got more staffers leaving and, and joining Jonathan Smith at Michigan State. It appears that Aiden Childs is going to join Jonathan Smith at Michigan State. We got a ton of college football today. Um, we'll go through most of conference championship weekend. Some of them we won't. Looking at you, Tulane and SMU. Uh, but the Pac-12 championship game, we'll have a lot on that. And we got to start this show with, look, the sports machine. It turns out an absolute monster yesterday for us. 13-0 and not enough to get in the top four. Did the committee get it right? This is Danny and Dusty on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Danny and Dusty on the fan. The college football playoff is set after conference championship weekend, and we got some great football games, but it didn't come without a little bit of drama. A little bit? You had uh, your top four in order, 13-0, Big Ten champion, Michigan Wolverines are the number one seed. Number two seed, undefeated out of the Pac-12, the first team ever to go through the Pac-12 slate, unbeaten, the Washington Huskies. The third seed is the Big 12 champion, SEC-bound Texas Longhorns, uh, after absolutely taking Oklahoma State to the woodshed. And then the four seed, which was a surprise to some. I'm not sure how surprising it should have been, though, was number four Alabama, 12-1, their lone loss of the season, a double-digit loss to the Texas Longhorns, but got back on the right track 
after that game, and that was their only blemish as they finished off Georgia, ending the Bulldogs' 29-game win streak in a 27-24 victory in the SEC championship game. But the drama comes with the undefeated ACC champs, Florida State, which took care of their work in the ACC championship game as they beat Louisville 16-6 to in what was a hard game to watch. Did you did you attempt to watch I watched that? all of it. Oh god, why? Because I wanted to see for with my own eyes how bad Florida State is. Which I don't believe a lot of people are doing that have an issue with Florida State being left out. I wanted to see what Florida State was, truly. Like at this point in the year, they're not with their starting quarterback. Hell, they weren't even with their backup quarterback. Nope. They were the third string quarterback and their defense is good. Yes. But their offense would get the floor mopped with any any of, of the four teams, four teams yeah. that are in the college football playoff. And they are on the outside looking in. They go 13-0 and this season. They become the first Power 5 team to ever go undefeated and be left out of the college Power football five. playoff. You don't matter, UCF. No. Well, they they weren't a Power That's 5 team. Power you know? five. Like, yeah. the Central Florida was. Florida State is. They yeah. should be a part of this. But they earned the right to go get, to go get the crap kicked out of them. They did. I don't think they did oh? because no. The if you listen to the committee, and this is the thing, is like whatever you think about the committee, if you listen to what they have said since 2014, they have been consistent with it. It's not the most deserving teams that go, and they they will are very blunt with that. It's not who deserves to be there. Their job is to put the four best teams into the college football playoff, and they did because without Jordan Travis. Florida State isn't one of the four best teams in the country. And that's why I watched the entirety of the ACC championship game and watched them limp their way to a 16-6 to victory. Their defense is really good. They are really good. And I this isn't to say that I don't feel for Florida State. And I loved what uh, Mike uh, Norvell said, their mm-hmm. head coach afterwards, where Mike Norvell said, like, what's the point of playing a tough schedule? What's the point of playing LSU at the beginning of the year, playing Florida at the end of the year? If we have two Power 5 teams, we schedule hard, we go through our Power 5 conference schedule, and we win, and we're not in. The, rea- right. the reality of it is, though, they're not one of the four best teams without Jordan Travis because it's the most important position in all of sports, and he's really damn good. And everywhere else, offensively, it takes a massive step back, and... If your job is to put the four best teams in and have competitive playoff, I think I think the committee did it. How I, many I times though have we seen this with backup quarterbacks at Alabama, at Ohio State, at Michigan? Okay, and in that okay, so you're talking about the uh, was it JT Barrett got hurt? Cardell Jones mm-hmm. comes in. I think there's five different instances. Do you remember the score of that Big Ten championship game? Was it fifty-five ten? Yeah, yeah. Not sixteen to six, where you if you watched Florida State, you said that ain't it. Mm-hmm. Like in that, that's the reality. And I, like it sucks. And Jordan Travis, what he tweeted out is accurate and sad at the same time. Yes. Where he said, "I wish I would have broken my leg earlier, so everybody could see what these guys are." Like that is gut wrenching to see because he clearly thinks it's this is all on him. Well, in yeah, I guess, but what I think it is, and why it's gut wrenching to me, is that Florida State probably does get in if they're saying this is an eight week injury, 
And if he gets hurt a month earlier, right, and the committee can sit there and they could say, well, hey, they won, you know, six games without Jordan Travis, and he's probably going to be back. He's going to be back for the playoff. Like, and then you then you can say with their best player on their entire roster in the most important position in all of sports at quarterback, they're going to have that guy back, right? And the, my additional pushback on this is Alabama has their starting quarterback in Milrow who struggled and needed a 4th and 31 miracle mm-hmm. to beat 6-6 six and six Auburn. So you can find these instances everywhere of like, well, they have their starting quarterback and they could, yep. couldn't get it done. So again, why aren't they getting the opportunity? It's it's very. It feels like the the, the committee is going full Oracle. They know what's going to happen. Really, you knew TCU was going to hang what fifty eight, mm-hmm. fifty six points on Michigan. That's you true. knew you knew that. But with your eyes, did you say Florida State was better than Alabama or Texas? No, not right now. No. But I still They're look at them and that, go. But, that's but I still job. look. They earned the opportunity because if you had gone a week before, Alabama didn't earn the opportunity. And this is why it is the four best, not the four deserving. And they tell you that all the time. Like that's, they tell you that they tell you that every single week. It's well, honestly, the, if that, would, if that the were the best. case, then Georgia would be in. I don't believe, though, and I don't. I don't think that because uh, I saw Texas too, which Texas looks really damn mm-hmm. good. Alabama looked really damn good in that game uh, against Georgia, and they ended their twenty-nine game streak. And look, the ACC of the Power Five conferences, it was the fifth best conference this year, and I think that the SEC love is a little bit too much at times. But if I think that they got the four best teams right now. I think they do. What I like, I have a problem with the committee is like, if that's your reasoning, don't put Florida State at five. Yeah, no, put them at nine. Put them where you believe that they are. Yeah. Because why, why are they at five? Because what's the whole point of them being at five and saying, oh, no, you were the first one out? No, you're, you're just not good enough. Put them behind Oregon. Yeah. Well, somebody made the point of, two sandwiching them in between Alabama and Georgia. So you're saying yeah. that Florida State isn't as good as Bama, but they're better than better Georgia? Georgia? It's yeah. like, you don't believe that. Yeah. No, they don't believe that. They don't believe that. I don't I don't believe that they feel that this Florida State team is better than Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon. I don't think they think, I don't they're, think, better they think they're better. No. I don't think they're better than any of those teams in the committee's minds. They should, like I said, they should have been 8, 9, 10, like in that range. In, in exactly. that range. Hell, they might need to put them behind Penn State at 10. And and that's what I have an, that's what I have an issue with, right? And then I, like the other issue I have is that now the SEC spin out of this because, and this is also what the committee does is like they go and I thought Reese Davis did a really good job of it. He is a very much so an SEC hunk. And we know this, he went to Alabama. He, he loves him some SEC, but I thought he did a really good job of explaining on the reveal yesterday, the committee's process, they go one through three. And if those one through three are solid, then they're in, they don't have to have any conversation about that. Their conversation was about four and five, right? Mm-hmm. Well, who who deserves to be in at four? And I think that they clearly said, like, Texas ahead of Alabama, rightfully so. Head to head. Yeah, and even if that was in week two, right, you can't put still, one in and not the still other. Still head to head. Yeah, you still have it, and you can just go, ah, it's right there in front of your eyes. But. And they did it convincingly then. Mm-hmm. And then what they did in the Big 12 championship game, like it was Route. early and often, 350 yards in the first half. For Quinn, Quinn Ewers. Ewers is pretty good. But 
if you look at that and you say, all right, so this thing was between Bama and Florida State then in their minds, Bama looks better. Bama looked better in in the final week, in the rivalry week. You know, they played Auburn on the road, right? And they're going to they're going to say that that's why that game was close. They've given us the BS of it, that helped and benefited Florida State when they struggled against Miami, right? When Boo Corrigan said, "Hey, rivalry games, they get close." Mm-hmm. We know that, you know, that's not a clear indicator when you're in a rivalry game of of you know how good a team is or how bad a team is and you're sitting there and you're like, "Okay." Well, if that matters, Alabama Georgia, three-point game. Three-point game, right? Yeah, I I have a, like, and that's why my issue is with Florida State at five. It's not that Florida State in at four, and I feel for every Florida State fan, and I get why they are upset. Like you go thirteen and zero, and you're like, hey, we deserve to be there. That's not the committee's job. Deserves got nothing to do with and it. And I hate. I disagree with that entirely, but that's what they're saying. I hate. Well, what you? What do you disagree with? That they're saying deserves got nothing to do with it. Oh, well, no, but that's why the committee was formed is to put the four best in like that in the four best and the four deserving uh, are can be different things. We're seeing this in front of our own eyes. And a lot of it has to do with Jordan Travis. And that's that I just I feel bad for him. I feel bad for, you know, their their coaching staff, all the players, their AD came out. And I, I love the fact that they. They threw shade at the committee. They threw shade at college football and the entire process because it, it does deserve to be criticized right now. Um, it, it really does. But what really bothers me is the SEC spin zone out of this being, do you hear what Feinbaum has been saying and what the SEC rallying cry is? No. Well, this could have all been avoided, but it's the ACC's fault. It's the Pac-12's fault. It's the Big Ten's fault. You're kidding me. No, yeah. They're saying that those three conference commissioners – could have had the opportunity to put the 12-team playoff in for this year, and they're the ones that chose not to. Oh, God. You... So they're, like, spinning it back on the ACC in Florida State like it's somehow their fault. No, no. This four-team playoff sucks. That's why I'm excited for 12. Mm-hmm. I hate it for Florida State. I do. I hate it for Florida State. Next I... year we'll be complaining about the seating. That's what we'll be complaining about. Yeah, but you know what? We're not going to be complaining on who's in and who's out. Because well, 13 if you look team at, will be whining, but it's like it, at that point in time, there's 12 teams. Shut up and make it. Yeah, you know what? My my response to that, the college football playoff at 13th has LSU right now. <laughs> That'd be funny. LSU. <laughs> that's ultimately funny. Don't lose three games, LSU. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, and then you could just throw up your middle finger and say, go take a hike. Yeah. Right now, there is legit... A gripe by Florida State, and I understand it, but I also I do believe that the committee had a really tough job, and I think they did right by what the product will be in the college football playoff. Um, I think Washington had every bit of a a case for being the number one overall seed. I do too. I think that what they were four able top twenty five wins, five could be five top twenty five yep. wins, and twice against a top ten team. Yep. And th- actually, th- I would say three on the road, four on the road. And you did it in a different way in the two times that mm-hmm. you beat Oregon. And you beat them. You beat them even though, like I felt in the first one, we'll talk about that Pac-12 championship game a lot today. But I felt like the first one, Oregon outplayed Washington, but Washington won because of critical mistakes that Oregon made. The second time they played, 
Washington beat them physically, schematically. They won every phase of that game. Yep. They won every phase of that game. They have they they should be in the Rose Bowl. And Michigan chose to go to the Rose Bowl because they didn't want Alabama to have a de facto home game playing in Louisiana, mm-hmm. you know, and going down there. But now you're sending Washington all the way to Louisiana, which Texas way closer. Yeah. Right. Dems the brakes, though. Washington, they have a case for being the number one overall seed. And if Georgia would have won, how great would it have been? Right. The Rose Bowl would have been Michigan and UW, Big Ten, Pac 12 in the final. One more time. Rose Bowl as we know mm-hmm. it. And it would have been a playoff game. And then the Sugar Bowl would have been Florida State taking on Georgia. Like that, that giddy up. Because mm-hmm. you hand you hand Alabama their second loss. The fact that Ohio State didn't even play in conference championship weekend, the fact that Oregon had already had a second loss, then you're sitting there and you're going, you have no case for anybody else. You have no case for anybody else but Florida State to be the yeah. number four Cause, seed. Because nobody else was able to live up to it. Yeah. Because then it takes deserving and best, and it's not a conversation anymore. Um, so I think the committee did it right. I, I, I think they did it right. It doesn't have to sit well with me. It doesn't have to sit well with you. But I don't like it. I think they got the four best teams. No, no, you don't. We And you know what? That's why sports are great. It's because we don't have to like it. Just committees, man. Committees. 503-864-6326. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. Um, let's get let's get uh, to some of your feedback on this. We'll throw, let's, we'll throw up a poll at Danny and Dusty on Twitter as well. Um, did the committee get it right? First is the Big Kahuna Sports Center. Hamburgers, the cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. All right, 503-864-6326. That's a Vancouver Ford text line. You can also be part of the YouTube chat. We're streaming on YouTube.com slash 1080AMTheFan where you can watch all the shows. Let's go ahead. Go to the YouTube. You can see the shirt of the day. From one Jeff Rust, the shirt de, du jour, Al Bundy over there. Yeah, indeed. Four, four touchdowns could, in one game. Polkai. Can I just throw this out there? About that's, n- not a, that's not a lot of touchdowns anymore. Not anymore. No, back then that like, was. It probably yeah, would be was. like six touchdowns in a game. Yeah, now. seven now. He would, yeah, he'd yeah. be like six touchdowns, one game. It's not a big deal to no. score four in a four game. Four is anymore. pretty standard, honestly. Like yeah. a standard good game. Yeah, I mean that's like a Qu- Quinn Ewers just Quinn. threw for four fifty and four touchdowns. Yeah, you should. Polkai is ass. Yeah. You know, he's Al Bundy now. Yeah. Go, uh, go sell some women's shoes, bud. The number that came out of this for me out of this weekend yeah. that is insane. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban has played a number one team ten times. Mm. Do you know what his record is? 
Uh, you said ten times. Yeah, uh, nine and one. Eight and two. Eight and two against the number one <laughs> team bum. in the country. Eight and two against the number one team what in the country. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. That's such an insane number to me. Uh, he's the best coach in college football history. I will say that. Uh, Bear Bryant, really good. Different era, different time. Like Nick Saban has adapted and adjusted better than any other coach. Man, he is. He's truly incredible. He is an incredible football coach. And here they are, Bama, in it again. Uh, your text coming in um, on the Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, my biggest issue with the selection in college football in general is that it's just bifurcating so much that even if you do everything the, quote, right way, it doesn't matter. The playing field can field continues to tilt to the big players and those anointed by the networks. It goes against everything that we tell people sports are p- supposed to be about. Shout out using bifurcating. Yeah, it, Neil. What's up? What's up, Neil? But there is, there, there is true, a lot of truth in that. And just look at the four teams that are in. It is two SEC teams and two Big Ten teams. As we are careening down the path of two super conferences and then everybody else. Which is happening. You have, I know that Washington isn't from the Pac-12. I know that Texas is from the Big 12. Where are they going to be playing next yeah, year, exactly. folks? I mean, they were chanting SEC, SEC at Brett Yormark at the Big 12 title game. This is 100% a Big Ten SEC semifinal. Mm-hmm. Do I believe that that's what the committee had in their minds? No, I don't. And oh, that look, makes one of us. It's silly to sit there and, and think of that because mm. why would ABC do that when who is the primary partner of the Big Ten? Who? Fox. Mm. Like, like if that was the case, then the ACC would have gotten in. Like everybody's like the TV, ESPN wanted this. It's like, did they? Because Fox is the number one partner of the Big Ten and ESPN is the number one partner of the ACC. So if that was the case, Florida State would have gotten in, wouldn't they? But also ESPN Mm -hmm. also is, you know, owning Mm -hmm. part ownership, SEC network. Well, yeah. I mean, they want to look. What's good for the goose is good for the gander here. But I, I the, do, big, I, the you, big ten. And the it SEC was not a both, Big Ten, and the two I, Big Ten teams that got in were the number one and two teams in the country. I right? don't look. I don't disagree, but I also I am not, and, and you shouldn't discount it. I you yes, should not. I am one hundred percent going to discount that they thought. Hey, you know what? We're we're on the network side. The SEC. Yeah, no, the network side of Florida thing, State absolutely. is is. ACC network is run by ESPN. Sure, and it's also a network so, that you and I both know is probably going to dissolve in the next three years. It's like, I don't think that that is what the committee was thinking when they were I don't think it's the front of their mind, teams. but I absolutely think it was yeah. part of the process. All right. Um, other ones that are coming in on the Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, college football 14 playoff is stupid. Only sport where it's not decided on the field until next year. Every other college sport and division have playoffs. So happy for 12 teams. Oh, here, here on that one. Yeah. This is a 14 play. And imagine if this was only two team playoff. Ugh. Florida State would still be griping because they wouldn't get in over Washington or Michigan. No. It would be hilarious, though, to shut out the SEC. Yeah. Yeah, look, I was hoping that the SEC went home with the tail between their legs. They should have. but Best versus deserving. Mm-hmm. Just think of that. Mm-hmm. Best versus deserving. It was a deserving. down SEC year. 
It was. Like, the whole idea that the SEC is the best conference in college football, they were the third best conference in college football mm-hmm. this year. Because the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, top to bottom, not just top heavy, mm-hmm. top to bottom, were the, better. the Pac-12 and the yeah. Big Ten were better. And that is... Top to bottom, uh, Pac-12 is probably the best conference in the country. Yeah, the bottom teams were really damn good. Mm-hmm. They were really damn good. Um, and there's seven teams that are in bowl games. And if you look at, there's what, seven, eight, no, eight teams in bowl games. Seven teams won eight or more games, which means in a nine-game conference slate, they took care of their business outside of the conference schedule. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something that you sit there and you look at where the Pac-12 made the biggest strides. They took care of their business in September which we've never been talking about. Probably no, it's the, always falling on their face somewhere early on. Well, and look, bowl season is never going to be an indicator of this. Because, because of transfers, opt-outs, Oregon State like. is Oregon State is not in a good place heading into they the Sun Bowl playing Notre Dame. They don't, Damian Martinez is ineligible. He's suspended. He is suspended. They Aiden have no Childs and DJ are out. Ben Goldbranson has already been named the starter. Yeah. I mean, it's like... Well, USC's got nobody playing for them. Yeah, no... Uh, uh, Marshawn Lloyd is out uh, going to the NFL. Relief uh, Brown's in the portal. Caleb yeah, Williams in going playing. to the NFL. Um, right. Probably mm-hmm. half of the defense is out. Uh, well, they've been out for most of the season, anyways. But it's, it, at least on one on every level is going to the NFL. So it's uh, which is crazy that they were so bad defensively. I mean, hell, you look at them last year; they were bad defensively, and and Tule, uh, uh is what third in the NFL for rookie for sacks for this year. It's like, how do you have a, good, a dude that good on your defensive yeah. line, and you're still just that poor. Yeah. Um, all right. But well. yeah, I mean, you, you look at it. And hell, look, Bo Nix says he's going to play for Oregon. I, I, it's not that I don't believe him. I just, I'm going to not believe him until he's on the field taking snaps <laughs> against Liberty. Oh. It's, I mean, Liberty, man. Yeah. That's, that's a kick in the teeth. It's not a great matchup, but <sighs> at the same time, uh, I, I think that Bo saying he is going to come back I do means that it. you have a lot of other guys that are going to take Buy this into. game far more seriously. Yeah. And it's going to be kind of that that proving ground that, you know, there's people out there that are saying that Oregon's two toughest games, they lost. And there's there's going to be that a chip on their shoulder yeah. heading into that game where they are massive favorites against a Liberty team that did not play a Power 5 team all year. Er. They played New Mexico State twice. Sam Houston State played them to a one-score game. Middle Tennessee State played them to a one-score game. They are undefeated, though. Um, It's but it it is not the sexiest of matchups. And I think, like we were talking about, like LSU would be sitting there going, "We deserve to be in the twelve-team playoff, ranked thirteenth. I think there's a lot of Oregon fans that would have loved to see a LSU or a Notre Dame or Oklahoma. Oklahoma is the one that I SMU at bare minimum. Yeah, but it was just the way where everybody was slotted mm-hmm. in their picking of and the Fiesta Bowl got last games. pick. So, yep. and that's what you there get. wasn't one team in there. Not one, not a one. I got I got to go take a look and see whether their options were available still because there had to have been somebody in there. Well, I think the ACC uh, apparently what they did was they, they stalled, drug their feet yeah. on every bowl game after that, and I think that kind of. I think maybe that had a, a plan, but you have to have a spot somewhere for the gr- highest-ranked group of five. Highest-ranked group of five was mm. Liberty. Maybe don't put them there. Mm. Okay. 
Um, all right, uh, we got a lot of text coming in. We need, still need to get into, and at the top of the hour, we will break down uh, the Pac-12 championship game. But we have a poll question up at Danny and Dusty right now. Did the college football playoff put the four best not deserving teams in? Well, we'll get to your early feedback on that next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. <laughs> Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. All right, we have a poll-up at Danny and Dusty on Twitterbots. Did the college football playoff put the four best not-deserving teams in? Four best. No, leading the way. 68%. Yes, only 13%. Go and vote. Uh, That's going to be up for a day. We're going to get this thing uh, rocking and rolling over the course of the day. But uh, we already have a lively discussion going on in the comments to that poll question as well, Um, including Deal, who is in, who says, they shouldn't pick the teams based on the injury report. You don't play not to get hurt. You play to win the game with a little Herm Edwards gift. Uh, Big shout-outs to Herm Edwards, alive still. He was on ESPN's college football coverage. I haven't seen him in a while. Has anybody seen Herm in a while? You doing all right? Last time I saw him, we were talking to him. Yeah. He's on ESPN occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Catching a check. But I don't, I, I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, speaking yeah, of Arizona he's State. literally on the TV right now. Oh, is he? Oh, my God. There he is. <laughs> they came back from commercial. And on Monday. And, there he is. And there you go. There's Hells time. yeah. That's timing, everybody. I saw Arizona State has hired a new offensive coordinator. You see hmm. that hire? No. Marcus Arroyo, former oh. Oregon offensive coordinator and UNLV head coach. Which, now Kenny Dillingham's OC. Which is interesting because they never worked together. Never overlapped. Huh. Arroyo is a really sharp football mind, and I think he's. I think he and Dillingham together are good. And I well, just wouldn't want him being my head coach. That's as I say. Or Arroyo's a coordinator. Yes, he is. Nothing wrong with being that said coordinator. No. The, you know what? You can make a lot of money in have and you don't a have to deal with the other less pressure. Yeah, you don't have to deal with the other nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one. We have Alex who has chimed in. Anyone who's voting no is just upset that a thirteen and thirteen and zero got left out. Nobody with a straight face can say Alabama isn't one of the four best teams unless you were voting no because Georgia didn't get in. You're wrong. Four best. Michigan, Bama, Georgia, UW. Most deserving, Michigan, UW, Texas, Florida State. Hmm. Yeah. I think they got it right. I think they got it right. I do and I don't. Yeah. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to make everybody. It doesn't make me happy that they got it right either. You know, isn't that the weird thing? Yeah. That's, Is that okay. I can sit there and that, I can say that, they that, got it okay. right, but I, I, I'm I, okay with not being satisfied with the way they got it right. Because if you go 13-0, you deserve we to We talked have so much time. for the last, what, six weeks about yeah. the process and the process and the process. Florida State's process was not flawed. True that. And if it's been about process and win and taking, taking care of what's in front of you, what's hey, the point? Let's talk about one of those teams that got in. The University of Washington. Uh, they emphatically crowned themselves Pac-12 champions after beating the Oregon Ducks down in Las Vegas. We'll talk about uh, what went right for the Huskies, what went wrong for the Ducks to start start our number two. This is Danny Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 